0: Welcome to RaMA for Today Radio.
1: Well, can our spirits grow up? Can our spirits be developed? Thank God they can. We've learned, we know this, how to develop the human body, cultivate it. We know how to cultivate and develop the intellect until people have become mental gymnasts. We've developed the human body until people have become physical athletes. But... Too many times, there's no one to teach us. Even in the church, it's too much soul developed, intellectual developed, not enough spiritual of
0: development. You're listening to Rema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series "Developing the Human Spirit" by Kenneth e. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message.
1: You see, when man fell, when Adam fell in the garden, his spirit became estranged, separated from God. And you'll notice and find that in individuals. Paul said there in Romans 7, 9, I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Now you see, you'll notice that he said, He is the Father of spirits. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit, spirit. And of course, our bodies, we partake of our nature, of our earthly parents, when we were born. But where did our spirits come from? Well, they came from God. And what Paul was saying there in Romans 7, 9, I was alive. He's talking about his spirit was alive unto God before he got old enough to know right from wrong and reach the age of accountability. And when the commandment came, sin revived, the sin nature that was in his flesh, not in his spirit, revived, and he died. That is, his spirit was estranged from God. His spirit was separated from God. I made mention of the fact that I remember as a little boy, my spirit was was alive unto God. And I would say, I'm going to be a preacher. And I'd get out as a little fella, just four years old and preach to the cabbage heads, and five years old and preach to the beanstalks. Then I got up about nine years old, the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And from about nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, my spirit was no longer, even though I went to church. My spirit was no longer alive under God. It was estranged from God. I'm going to be a lawyer. But you see, the moment that my spirit was reborn and my spirit had come back into fellowship with God, that very night that I was born again, I said to the Lord, all right, Lord, you get me up from here because I was bedfast, and I'll go preach. Praise God. And he got me up and I went to preach. And I've been at it ever since then for 45 years plus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, You know, that heart hunger really is in the heart of every man, really, even the unsaved. That heart hunger can never be satisfied with the world. It drives people to do a lot of things. They're seeking satisfaction. But that heart, that spirit hunger that's on the inside of every man is perhaps the most outstanding feature of man, and it can never be satisfied until he finds God, until his spirit is back into fellowship with the Father God. We know that uh, you and I have been born again. We read here, being born again. I like that, as Peter said here, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, even the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. But now then, after we're born again, we need to develop our spirits. We need to grow spiritually. We need to grow up spiritually. And that's what he's talking about when he said the spirits of just men made perfect and uh, actually that word and some translations read that way the spirits of just men made mature now then over in Ephesians the fourth chapter you will find that uh, the Bible tells us that when Jesus ascended on high for instance the fourth chapter the 11th verse when he ascended on high, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. For what purpose did he give them? For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of He wants us to grow. He wants us to develop. This is spiritual growth. This is spiritual development. And twice in the scriptures, these ministries' gifts have been given for the perfecting of the saints. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Some translation reads unto a mature man. In other words, what he's talking about is a grown-up person spiritually, just like a person may become grown up physically. Well, can our spirits grow up? Can our spirits be developed? Thank God they can. We've learned, we know this, how to develop the human body, cultivate it. We know how to cultivate and develop the intellect until people have become mental gymnasts. We've developed the human body until people have become physical athletes. But, too many times, there's no one to teach us, even in the church. It's too much soul-developed and intellectual-developed, not enough spiritual development. And no one has taught us to develop our spirits. Well, you see, first of all, realize this in spiritual development, that your spirit is the real you. Begin with that, your spirit is the real you your body's not the real you the outward man there is an inward man the bible speaks of an outward man and an inward man paul talks about i'm going to depart talking about physically dying i'm going to depart and be with christ which is far better now who's going to depart he is not his body but he is paul said again i Keep under my body, 1 Corinthians 9 27. I keep under my body. Who does I do? I bring it. Now, see, if your body was really you, he'd have said, I keep myself under. I bring myself into subjection. He didn't say that, 1 Corinthians 9 27. He said, I keep my body under. I bring it into subjection. Calling his body it, bringing it into subjection to what? To his spirit lest by any means, after I preach to others, I myself should be disapproved, a castaway or, cast or disapproved. Now, what's Paul saying? He's saying that the spirit is the real you. And that spirit man goes on living when the physical body is dead. Brother Vep Ellis, Sr. was here and Brother Deweese. Brother Deweese gave his testimony, had a heart attack and died. And uh, when he left his body, he said he was going up through this valley, and he saw the the city, and he started running to get there. And about that time, he heard that somebody hollering, "Mr. Deweese, Mr. Deweese, Mr. Deweese." See, doctors have learned, and they can prove by scientific facts that there's life after death now. And so he opened his eyes and. You know, they'd got massaged his heart and got it to beating again. It didn't beat for a minute or two or three. And the, the doctor was calling him back. And he said to the doctor, "Why in the world did you call me back for? He didn't want to come back. He was running to get to the city. I read in the newspaper and then the doctor contacted me. The doctor, a cardiologist over in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They were performing a, some kind of a heart operation, and this young man died. They began to massage his heart and get, finally got it to going again. And this doctor I read in the newspaper and then have since heard him on television, then he contacted me wanting to put my experience in his book, and he did, and he wrote a book on it. And this medical doctor, cardiologist, said, this young man, now I'd had some experience before, but had let it get by me, but said, this young man, began to scream. He was in panic. He said, oh my God, doctor, don't let me go. Don't let me go. I went to hell. I'm going to hell. Don't let me go. Oh, keep me here. Don't let me go. I went to hell. And he said, you're just in panic. And then, and he thought he was going again, you know. And the way this doctor told the newspaper reporter at that time, because he hadn't gotten saved then himself, he is a church member and thought he was, he said, that scared the fool out of me. (laughs) He said, that scared the fool out of me. That fellow was in panic. He said, don't let me go. My God, I went to hell. Oh, my God, don't let me go. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. And then he began to say to him, Doctor, pray. You know how to pray. Pray with me. And he said, I hadn't been to church in a long time. We used to say prayers. And finally, he said, I got up enough nerve to say some kind of a prayer with him. And we got the fellow stabilized and kept him. And he said, I went home. That just scared the fool out of me. <laughs> And I went home and dusted my Bible off. I had one, and I began to read it. And the more I read it, that doctor said, I said, it's right there in the Bible. That's what the Bible said all the time. And he said, you see, we've proven, he goes on to give case experience after case experience of bringing people back. He said, I noticed the Christians are always at peace. They go into a peaceful valley. They see a city. They don't want to come back. The others are screaming and crying that we brought back. I know exactly what they're talking about. I've been interested in that injured man because, see, on the 22nd day of April, 1933, in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas, just as Grandpa's old clock on the mantel struck 7.30, my heart stopped.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD. Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagin. On this power-packed DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagin explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, Salvation, Divine Healing, The Baptism of the Holy Spirit, Righteousness, Peace, and Joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: Winter Bible Seminar is coming up in February. Oh yeah, February the sixteenth through the twenty-first. It's also worldwide homecoming from all here, of the right? schools all over yes. coming yes. in. In fact, I got a I got a a, a message today, a, an email from uh, uh, Keith Higginbotham in Bangkok, oh, and. Yeah. They're coming and bringing 25 to 30 awesome. with them. Awesome! I know that uh, from the schools in Brazil, the, they're bringing what? About 300. About 300, I think. Uh, of course, we got 175 schools in 47 nations, I think it is. But, and but, winter Bible seminar is for everybody. Yes. We just make homecoming out of it. But actually, if you have ever, ever had anything to do. With partnering with, with this ministry in prayer and with your financial gifts, you want to come because right. it's gonna on display. See your investment. Yes, yeah, see your on display is gonna be all the people from all over, and you had a part in it. If That's you ever right. give one dollar to this ministry, you had a part in that, and I want you to be here. I want you to see it.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth e. Hagan, Developing the Human Spirit. Thanks for listening to RAMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.